thank you, uh, our Aunt Betty. Thank you for leading us and start us off this particular time of fellowship together as we watch the last watch of the day. Thank you very much. Thank you for praying for me. Thank you for leading us. And now, let's again continue in prayer as we start together our time. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank you together with my brothers and sisters already on the call, about 24 of us. Uh, thank you for allowing us to come and tally your presence. What a joy, what a privilege that we have such time to come and be together. Not only that, together, praying together, uh, learning together, searching from the scriptures together, is a privilege. It's very, very important. So, Father, we cannot take that for granted. Not because we are very fluent, not because we have enough, not because of anything, but because of your spirit that you allow us to come before you. We are not worthy. We are sinners. We fall short of the glory but you are our Father who forgives us. You are our Father who cleanses us from all our righteousness. And we come before you. So thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Continue to pray for those who are yet to come in to join. That, Lord, you quicken their steps so that we can be together. Give you all the praise. All honor in Jesus' name. I have prayed. Amen. 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 Once again, uh, I want to let me use this opportunity to to thank God for my auntie, my auntie Grace Ousti. She's on, have identified you. I thank God for your life, that you are able to listen and uh, wait for him, even when your health is not good, but the Lord has always given you this chance to listen. Bless the Lord so much for you, Auntie O.C. Grace. Once again, uh, I'm Julian Ahaway. I'm Julian Ahaway, as the Auntie Betty introduced me. I believe uh, many of us knows me. On the call, for those who doesn't know me, I'm also... Uh, part of the 
of all saints. And uh, I love the Lord. As the Auntie Betty introduced the topic today, the topic today is uh, a theme, the principle of abiding in prayer. And as you are all aware, for those who are following this period of prayer and fasting that we started on the 1st of January, this year of our Lord, 2024. And you all know that uh, the cathedral uh, looked at it as wise that this period will be prayer and fasting together as a cathedral. And uh, the topic is the prayer of a righteous, prayer of the righteous, has great power. And this is where this theme is coming from, the principle of abiding in prayer. Other versions talk of remaining, like that one that Auntie Betty used when she was reading the scripture. Remaining. What do we see or what do we get when we say the principle? of abiding in prayer. That word principle is something that is not compromised on. A principle is a principle. But it is something that should be followed and things move and things work rightly. And in this case, is that principle of abiding in prayer. And the scripture we read, or and better read for us, that short one, but I want us to, I think to read it from, uh, from verse one, so that we, have the, the real context. And uh, I think let me use uh, let me use NKJV so that we move together and we get the context. The heading is the true vine. Because some other versions of Jesus, the true vine. Uh, but then NKJV has the true vine. First one says, I am the true vine. And my father is the vine dresser. My father is the vine dresser. Praise the Lord. And this NLT is my father is the gardener. First two says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Three, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. 
abide in me and I in him, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Five, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Verse six, if anyone doesn't abide in me, he is a cast. He, he is cast out as a branch, is withered as a branch and is withered and they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. Our theme scripture, verse 7. Again, it is repeated. It is repeated. You heard us when being emphasized. Verse 7, our, our, where we are speaking from. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you will ask what you desire. And it shall be done for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. NLT says that then if you are asked for anything you want and it will be granted. Praise the Lord. At this point, each one of us pray for himself to pray that this scripture become a reality in our lives we are familiar with this at times we become familiar with the word of god and because of that you find out that we we are not living this life we are not living the word and the word is the word because it's the word of god and at this very particular point, I've just been convicted that each one of us should pray for himself or for herself, that we should believe the word of God and live the word of God, because it's a reality. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for this word. We thank you very much that it is clear you have said it. That if I abide, if I abide in you and your words in me, then it is clear I should ask whatever I desire it shall be done to me. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me and forgive my brothers and sisters on the call. When we have not trusted you for your word, at times we've meandered. At times, we've thought otherwise. At times, it's as if we don't have the word. At times, it's as if we've not read the scriptures. And at this particular time, I'm praying that your revelation for your word will come true, will come new to us so that we, we, we benefit and live your word because you have given it to us to benefit us. Thank you for that. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Amen.
Yes. Now, the principle of abiding in prayer. It's a, it's a simple, let me use a simple meaning. Abiding in prayer can simply means prayer without ceasing. Abiding, remaining, you're praying always. You're praying all through. Abiding in prayer simply means prayer without ceasing. Praying at all times and in every situation for good and bad. I am reminded this season of prayer and fasting. This very morning at five at three, I woke up to pray. And uh, when I was praying, the spirit will lead me. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. And whenever I would think of like maybe let me open a word or think otherwise, but the Lord, the spirit of the Lord would convict me to give thanks. And it led the spirit of the Lord led me to pray and thanking God uh, for the season we are in, thanking God for allowing us to pray as a church together, to allow us to uh, fast together, to allow us share the word together as we are on in the morning, lunch hours, evenings like now. And the Spirit of the Lord led me all through up to five. And I was giving thanks. Finally, around, I think, five as I was ending, when I was led to Psalm 118. You no, know, talks of thanking God, his love endures forever. You know, it is, and that's where I ended. And I'm looking at, at if I was not abiding, if I was not in that place of prayer, then it would be totally different. So this is what it says. My introduction, where I picked it, we need to pray without ceasing and pray at all times in every situation, good or bad. And that's the only way how we communicate to our creator. And I was reminded when I got that meaning immediately, I searched a scripture that speaks about that. It's see, we know it prayer without ceasing. We find it in First Thessalonians uh, chapter five, verses seventeen. It says pray without ceasing. That is NKJ. But when you go to NLT, for it, it is so as simple. Never stop praying. It is a command. Never stop praying. Praise the Lord. You'll excuse me if you have some other noises coming in. I was stuck somewhere. Just seated in the car in the garage. Just closed myself. I think some of noises can come in, but I think the network is okay. And I think we are hearing each other well. 
Praise the Lord. Yes, as we proceed, also Ephesians talks about, uh, Ephesians 6.18, it talks about praying. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. As I was saying, it also again talk about abiding in prayer. It encourages us to pray for other believers everywhere. It encourages us to stand all through as people who stand in the gap. And we cannot pray only when we have abided. It is very hard. And believe me, oh, you too, because I know when we have no noises around, when you are not in that sacred place and you put yourself, you have gathered yourself to pray, it can be in vain. So I ask us and pray that the Lord will help us to remain in this prayer, in this position of abiding. Praise the Lord. And we can also do this. It is only it is only done when we are in the place of prayer. So not any place can be a place of prayer. But as long as you have abided, switched only to God, switched only to that time, devoted to pray to your creator. The environment is conducive and you are communicating to your Lord. Praise the Lord. And as I was still, I'm still looking at the introduction of this. Uh, the Lord was giving me some more information and I'm trying to, to share with us so that it can encourage us to uh, push on and abide in the prayer. And in this case also, we are looking at the importance of abiding in prayer. And what are these that I picked? The importance. What do we get or the good thing when you abide in the place of prayer? Abiding in prayer is very essential for us. And what does it do? It helps us to grow and grow more spiritually like Jesus remember when he was asking the disciples because they were asleep they could not pray when he was asking them they, they are asleep but his time of seeking God he would devote a time and separate himself and go somewhere and pray my prayer, I'm praying for us that this abiding in prayer is so essential for us because it helps us grow. The more we be in this place, the more we are closer to God and the intimate with Him. Praise the Lord. Another importance that I looked at is Abiding in prayer helps us to pray genuinely. 
at this very point, I can testify to you that it's only at that prayer, when you're devoted at that place, then you are able. The Holy Spirit keeps on helping you, reminding you to pray, check here, your life, personally, your family, life, your church, life, the nation, and the globe entirely, it keeps on connecting, it keeps on connecting, it keeps on connecting, it keeps on connecting. I was reminded because of these, you know, these gadgets bring, bring many things of recent, I think, since uh, with the social media, how Germany and the US have passed the law of, of, of same sex, Simani, Sijui, what? That there is no longer incest. There is a lot of, of trash. But when I was reading it, I, I, I just told God and said, God, all these that are saying this, they never created themselves. You, you alone created them. I surrender them to you. And again came back and prayed for us that you've graciously picked us, let us stand and raise a generation, the generation that will fear you. So when I was thinking about that, praying, because I was in that place of abiding, I was even minding about the issues of globe, issues that really destabilizes the whole world. So brothers and sisters, I'm praying, continue praying, continue being in the place of prayer so that the Lord will communicate, will always communicate, because it's the principle. Unless you abide there, then you are able to pray. Praise the Lord. So it helps us to pray genuinely and pray about issues that are really at hand. Pray about issues that are really issues of the nation, issues of the church. I remember yesterday uh, when Christmas was sharing with us at this very uh, time of watch, and uh, he, he said something that really piqued uh, uh, my, my attention when he said that uh, what he was talking about Nehemiah and he talked about how he picked the burden. So as we abide in prayer now, what kind of burden have you picked? What is it that you, you feel in your heart that you need to bring to attention of God and say, God, come through. God, we cannot handle. God, please come to our rescue. So it's, it is again coming that we need to uh, pick the burden. And it's only when we have the burden, then we become a people who are there, who are sta standing in the gap at all levels of life. Uh, praise the Lord. 
Now let me come again to our uh, theme scripture. I was trying to explain when I read what God was trying to, uh, what God dropped in my spirit. And uh, the spirit led me that I should share as, okay, part of what I've prepared, but of course, part of what the scripture is saying. Verse 7, if you abide in me again, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. This is the reason I led us to pray for ourselves and ask for forgiveness, go to help us to really live the scripture, to live the word of God, to be men and women of God. I can testify about this. We've walked the journey of salvation. God has been so faithful to us. But to some point, maybe there is an issue, maybe you have a need. And you are like running around. Let me, let me call Reverend Father Hillary. Let me call Provost. Let me call Aunt Betty. Maybe Aunt Betty will have a solution. And you meander. And yet the scripture is here. Because you have not remained. You have not kept the word of God in you. It's why we are meandering. It's why we are meandering. And graciously, God comes. And when he comes, for me, I always tell people, for myself, that God embarrasses me most of the times. You just imagine, you've not thought about him, you've not prayed, whether they have chased your child at school for fees, or whether he has committed something, an offense, that first or primary stage of the whole thing, you've not come to him. And you've run around. And finally he comes. He bails you out. When you have not sought him, when you have not prayed, I always say, tell people that the Lord embarrasses me. And just imagine at that point, I have prayed. Oh, there is this matter. And now I am coming to the Lord. Lord, what are you saying in this matter? Before you run anywhere, I have heard many people preach about this same scripture. And after reading, they always tell that it's an open check. Just imagine you are given a check and they have told you, you you just put in a figure. The scripture is telling us, ask what you desire and it shall be given to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful promise and scripture is full of a promise. But of course, this promise 
as you read starts with if other versions with but it is conditioned to benefit out of it it is conditioned you see we have to abide in it praise the lord and it can only be addressed when you hit what it says that is only when it becomes when it become a meaning to your life so may god help us may god help us to come to that place of abiding in the place of prayer praise the lord I can ask you can ask and remember we are looking at the principle in town here I'm bringing live examples you may think that someone is a pagan you may think someone is not a believer but when he does when he does the principle when he like i i, I will use uh, an example of like giving give it shall be given to you does not matter whether you are who or whether you are who as long as you have done the principle the lord honors it so my brothers and sisters this being a principle in abiding in prayer let us be in the place of prayer pray for yourself as i pray for myself at times i will say that i'm dragged I feel like a hey, waking up when i was listening to as on the phone and at times there are many pastors and think of why he was from nigeria and he was saying that waking up at night is not just that you've woken up that you hear many say that I've, i don't have sleep have have lost sleep i'm just in the bed rotating no sleep so he he, he said when you wake up you've not woken up yourself be on your knees read the scriptures call upon the name of the lord at that very moment at that very point and when time for sleep to come and most of us wake up at night keeping the bed rotating here and there and we cannot pray so i challenge myself so far since i had that even if i've gone to bed at 9 and i wake up at 10 i have to utilize that time i made sure that i'm in the scriptures or in place of prayer so i encourage us that we should take that principle of abiding in prayer and when we are there the lord will honor us and will of course as he said when we ask whatever we need he will grant us he will grant it to us praise the lord abiding in prayer through the holy spirit can also tell 
the mind of God because God speaks back to us. This has come to me many, many, many times. It may not be instant, but the fact that you are in, in a place of prayer and you are engaging in scriptures, let me tell you, the Lord will come up. It can be an instruction, it can be a voice, you hear a voice, or God can bring someone. And the moment he speaks to you, you will direct connector and know that this is what is the matter. This is what the Lord is saying. So it is very, very important that we keep in the place of prayer. We abide in prayer all the time. Praise the Lord. And as I come to uh, the close, I was imagining relating this scripture to our lives for us who are parents. Have children that we take care of. Can even be a guardian or any other person that is in your house with a house helper or whoever. You just imagine that this person or this child of yours does what you ask him to do or her to do. The child that is more obedient in your child is the child that you relate so much to him. The child that you talk to him always. And at times you might find that you are calling only one name. So and so, do this for me. You call this, do this for me. At times they even grumble, a child can grumble, but you call me only. But the reason is because that he takes heed of instruction, that he listens to what you tell him. And let me tell you, when that child is in need of anything, he wants to do something, when he comes, you honor him. You want to do what he asks you. So if we can do that, we human beings, where we don't have enough, but you make sure. Some people have even, we even go into dates because we want to please our children or our people we like. Let me take a date and do this for the other person because that person does me good or listens to me or does whatever I ask him to do. So what about our heavenly father, our creator in heaven? So I charge us, my brothers and sisters, on the call that we come to that place and take what the scriptures say and leave what the scriptures say. I want to assure you, the little, I will say, the little that I've trusted God, God has showed up and I've seen him work in my life.
thank you for listening to me. I believe I have communicated and people, especially who are listening, are blessed. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for this time that you've given us together as a family of believers as we shared this ninth day of our time of prayer and fasting. Thank you for the fire you brought us. And as we go, many have shared, other people are still coming to share, that day by day, we'll pick something that will encourage us to keep on abiding in you in prayer so that we keep on growing, growing, growing to know you more, growing to understand your decrees, your statutes, your commandments, and live lives that are right of your calling. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. 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 Back to you and thank you. Thank Amen. you so, so much, our brother Julian. Thank you for bringing the words to us in power. Thank you for the time you've taken to prepare. May the Lord bless you. Friends, as Julian was sharing, a few things came to my mind. And... Um, one thing that I, I thought of is the need to repent. Many times we've been uh, reminded, we have been warned, but still we don't abide in prayer. We don't remain in prayer. And this evening we are being reminded again that there is need to remain in prayer. Because when we are in prayer, we are connected to the Lord. We are in fellowship with the Lord. Actually praying is talk like, it's like talking to your father. When you don't talk to your father, that means there's no connection. And when you talk to him, he will be able to guide you, to teach you, and you build a relationship. So this evening we are reminded that we need to keep that relationship with our God and our Father. And where we have failed to, where we have not remained in prayer, we have not abided in prayer, the Lord is saying, repent. And move on, is willing to receive us. And uh, as he continued, he also said, many times we are not serious with, with prayer. We pray lightly. This reminds me of going to church on Sunday that you're going to pray. You sit in the pew, and during the week, you are at home, not even praying for your meal. 
You're waiting for the following Sunday. You're not taking your father seriously. The father who loves you so much. The father who has put the mark of the, the spirit, the Holy Spirit on you. You cannot talk to him once a week. You have to talk to him daily. So we need to repent there. We need to make our connection with our father firm by abiding in him. Many times we don't get what we want. We don't get what we ask for in prayer. He said, we are not, we are not serious. And uh, I want to add on to that by saying, we don't get, because we are selfish. We want for ourselves. It's me, it's Betty, the family, what we need within the family. The Holy Spirit is reminding us this evening that we need to, we need to go beyond that. Go beyond your family. Go beyond yourself. Go beyond the sickness that you have. There is somebody else sick somewhere. Pray for them. Go beyond the child that you have. There is somebody else. There is a child on the street. There is a child somewhere. Pray for them. And when we pray for them, the Lord will, also, will answer us also. As, as Julian was uh, bringing out these words, I was reminded of, of Job, how he was blessed at the end because he considered other people, because he prayed for other people. I don't quite remember now that, that, that scripture, but I remember Job prayed and prayed for other people and the Lord blessed him at the end. It's my prayer this evening that we, as we log off from here, we will remember other people and we will bring them to the Lord in prayer. Our speaker also spoke about running up and down, running up and down. At one time I had a challenge and uh, I was a victim running up and down. Instead of remaining before the Lord, bringing all your supplications to him, I think Joey will, will be the answer. I think Julian will be the answer. The scripture is calling us to order today that abide in him, be in him, be in the word. Pray to him, he will answer you. There is no much benefit by running around to people. It's you and him. Work on your relationship with your father and he will answer you. May the Lord help us to repent on that. And uh, finally, he also said, there is no better place to be. The house of prayer. There is that scripture that reminds, reminds us to be in the house of prayer. 
let's be in the house of prayer. Let's be before the Lord instead of being in other places. The house of the Lord. May we be found there every now and then. And um, when we pray, we also fail to be connected to the Father because we are not hearing from him. He sees like you don't hear him. You don't talk to him. You are not in a relationship to him. There is no fellowship. The charge this evening is for us to abide. Abide in prayer, remain in prayer, remain before the Lord. I, I, I think to say remain in prayer is just to say remain before the Lord. Remain with him. There is nowhere else to go. There is no better place to be but before the Lord. Julian, thank you so much for bringing this to us in power. And friends, I pray now that we, as we receive these words from Julian, we will also pray. And uh, individually, where you are, repent. It may not be now, but repent of that part which you have not been doing. And it has taken you away from the presence of the Lord. When we are not in the presence of the Lord, the Holy Spirit is not with us and we, we walk alone. We are empty. May the Holy Spirit fill us this evening and every day. Thank you, Julian, once again. Friends, let's pray to receive the word and to conclude on today. Then I will hand over to my brother, Reverend Hilary. Let's pray. Father, we bless your name again for this evening. We thank you so much for the words that have come out through our brother Julian. We thank you for using him in a mighty way. Thank you, Lord. We pray now, Lord, that you bless him, continue to nourish him so that he can bring on to us more. We thank you for his family. Lord, be with them. Answer their prayers at their time of need. Thank you, Lord. And for us, Lord, we are praying that as we have been reminded this evening for the need to, in, to be in prayer, Lord, I pray that we will continue to check on ourselves, check on where we have not done well, where we have not abided in prayer. Lord, may the Holy Spirit remind us and may we remain in you always. Where we have not taken prayer seriously, Abba Father, we are praying that this evening on, we will be different people. We will pray. We will relate. We will fellowship with you, Abba Father. And where we have stopped, 
where we are not praying at all. We are just sitting. We are waiting for somebody to pray for us. Abba Father, this evening I pray that this will be a wake-up call, that we need to pray. We need to be before you, Lord. There is no better place to be than in the house of the Lord. Abba Father, we pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to guide us, continue to check us, and continue to show us how to pray. Lord, you have also reminded us this evening that we don't get because we are not within your will. We don't get because we are not connected. We are selfish. Lord, we are praying for ourselves and our families only. This evening, you've reminded us that we need to think of the bigger body of Christ. And Father, I pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to guide us in this path. Lord, we have also been reminded that we should not be running around. We should abide in you, remain before you and you alone, O oh God. How I pray, Lord, that it will be all about you in our lives. It will be be glorified in our lives. May you be glorified in our, our prayers. That we will continue to pray for other people, our friends, those in need, those who need compassionate acts. Father, I bring this to you. That the Holy Spirit will guide us every day. Father, as we go out from here, I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will lead us and the Holy Spirit will not leave us at all. The words that we have had this evening, the reminders that we have received this evening, Father, I pray that we will put it in action. I thank you, Lord, for you are there. You've been there. 2023, you were there. 24, Lord, we want to begin with you and we pray that this year we will surrender ourselves, we will surrender everything about us and we will con concentrate on relating with you, abiding in you. So I pray for 2024, that Lord, we will not depart from you. We will not wander away. We'll remain in fellowship and in charge. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for making this possible that we were here at this altar. I pray for each and everyone who is on, that Lord, you go with us. Be with all of, all of them and remind us always to pray and to be at your feet. Thank you. Be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed and believed. Amen.